completion uh, this week. Uh, well, the subtle opinion. Um, and uh, let's take some of the halachas that we've learnt and take take it a bit further. So, I'd like to start with a very interesting sat of Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, who's discussing a the following scenario: um, a husband who has not yet been makabel Shabbos, and his wife has already lit the Shabbos candles, which can happen quite frequently. Um, Quite, quite, can be quite a common scenario. Um, obviously, you know, the husband is first of, has, has gone to shore already and being a good yaka, he's already there. Um, so perhaps it shouldn't be so common. Um, but I could point him, in relevance to us, we, let, let's talk about such a scenario. Um, now, the wife, this could be, um, this could, could happen in various situations. The wife notices a klisha malachta the isa hanging around, and the husband would like to use the item. Now, let's pick a case of a nutcracker, which usually you would use a nutcracker. Let's say there's no nutcracker and we have a hammer. So it's obviously it's not such a practical case, but it's a case where it's discussed in the Mishnah. We said this is one of the standard cases in the Mishnah of a klisha malachta the isa that's mutter tzarch gufai. So, what is the halacha? May a wife, or may anyone, this is just a, a practical scenario of a husband and wife, but is somebody who's already in Makabo Shabbos, are they allowed to pass to somebody who has not been Makabo Shabbos, are they allowed to pass them a Klisha Malachta Le'isa so that the person can use the item? Now, there's two cases over here. One case would be where the person wants to benefit with a purpose that is Osa on Shabbos. And he wants to use it, the Tzorech Adava HaOsa, just for him, it's not yet Shabbos yet. So he wants to use the hammer, he wants to bash in a nail that he's noticed is a bit loose, and just but he, just, he just wants to chop around before Shabbos comes in, let's do a bit of knocking a few nails in, uh, so that nobody will, you know, get hurt, to whatever the scenario is. And uh, he wants to he wants to ask his wife to pass him the hammer, that he can use to bang the nail in. Now, his wife can't do that herself. Because it's the Torah of Asa. A, nobody is allowed to use a Klisha Menachta Issa on Shabbos to use it as a Dovah Asa. To, to move that tool to is, is going to be Asa. However, in this case, she's not actually doing anything with it. All she's doing is passing it to somebody who right now can do that very action because they haven't yet been Makabo Shabbos. So that's the question. The question is, if I hold something and I pass over to you, and for you it is not muksa, but for me this particular usage would be muksa, what's dalacha? Now, what's dalacha? Let's get let's get a step a step back. What would be dalacha if you want if you would want to use that hammer as a nutcracker, but I'm not going to use it as a nutcracker, and I haven't been makabel shabbos, and I sorry I've already been makabel shabbos. You have not been makabel shabbos. And you are receiving the item as a permissible use. So that you're going to tell me, that's definitely mutter. Now that's not so simple, because I'm not using it. We know that a klisha malachta le'isa, a hammer is a klisha malachta le'isa, is only allowed to be moved, am I using it in this case? Is the wife going to be using this klisha malachta le'isa herself? No. 
she, what's she gonna do there? She's gonna pass it over to her husband, and he's gonna use it, the Torah Kufay, the Dovah Mutter. Who says he can do that? Maybe he can't. Maybe it's only Mutter to move a Kishnacht of Esa if I myself am gonna be using it, the Torah Kufay, the Torah Makaymai. Yeah. Oh, that's, the, that's exactly the same, same case. Yeah, there's, there's no, no difference. Yeah, if, if, if it'll be Mutter, then even if both people have been Makabah Shabbos, it, it'll be Mutter. Because, why? What would be the, what would be the logic? Yeah, there's no difference. Yeah. So now, Rishon Zalman says, I have a Mishnah Bru. The Mishnah Bru is literally two words. In Simon Shinches, he's, he's on Sif Zayn, and the Mishnah Bru is talking about something completely different, talking about candles. But he throws in a few words over here, and the Mishnah Bru says, now, Mishnah Bru is actually talking about the Yisrael himself using it. But he's coming, if you look in that particular Mishnah Bru, he's coming to differentiate between giving it to a non-Jew He's talking about giving it to a non-Jew to light the candle. He says, that you can't do. It's going to be ask the Rosh Hashanah a tremendous question. Why is the Mishnah Bura talking about giving it to a non-Jew there? How's a non-Jew come in? Tell me a much bigger Chiddush. Tell me that I can't even give it to another Yid. Because the other Jew is not me. And I'm not using it. It's You're using it. Why? Why does he say that the people that think I can give a candle to a non-Jew to light is making a mistake? Because I can only move it Tell me a bigger chiddush that time even to give it to a yid to do something which is muta because I'm not using it myself. Says the says Alman, I wish to paskim this Mr. Bro. That a person is allowed to give to somebody else on Shabbos a klisha malachtel in the Torah gufay when they themselves won't be using it. The other person is going to use it because at the end of the day, a yid who's keeping Shabbos is benefiting from this klisha malachtel isa the Torah gufay. That itself allows me to help you and to move it for that very purpose to help you out to, end, to, to enable you to use it. And that's a very big chiddush. We haven't yet come across. So Jahata, we haven't even, we haven't discussed such a, such a scenario at all. So, Sajashem is Alman. If it's a Dovah Mutter, then he claims he's got a Mishnabur. What will be the Alacha now if it's a Dovah Ha'asa? Which, the person who will be using it hasn't yet been Makabo Shabbos. So for him, it's not yet Asa. But for me, I won't be able to use that for that. Because, it's not a Turku for Shokeli. Because I can't do, I can't use such a, I can't use the item for such use on Shabbos. That is, that is now the question. Says Roshlam Azalman, I wish to say that it's mutter. I wish to say a chiddush. I wish to say that if Lemaisa, she wanted to use it for this purpose, right? Now, it happens to be that it's, 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 he's using it, the Torah, Gufay Shokli, which is a Dabah Asa. But at the end of the day, it's a kli that you could get a hat of purpose from it. As long as the kli has the potential of becoming mutter at Sarah Gufai, even for, for, the, for, for the wife. 
and the husband is doing something that for the, for the husband right now is mutter, he hasn't even come to Shabbos yet, that is also enough of a heta for the wife to give it to the husband. Because there's, there's, there's two conditions over here. One condition is that it has to be that the husband is doing something that he can do right now. He hasn't been Makabu Shabbos yet, so he can use it. Right? That's one condition. The other condition is that there has to be type, a type of Kli, which is a Kli Shemarachta Ila Issa. Let's check your, your machine. has to be a type of Kli that's a Kli Shemarachta Ila Issa, because such a Kli has a permissible use on Shabbos. If you do Muqsamachos Gufay, and the husband wants to make use of it, that'll be also, says Rosh Hashem Because Muqsamachos Gufay has no use at all. So just because I won't use it, because for me it's the weekday still, that will be also. That's, that's, there's two conditions. That has to be a Kishim and that the wife has potential of being able to use it herself. Just happens to be that right now she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to even give it to the husband for that particular use. And it also has to be that the husband is doing something with the Kli that he can do right now. So that's, that's very, very interesting. That can be quite practical. So yeah, yeah, it could be that the, the, it could be that, you know, you, you end up being on short on time. And the, the, the first case wouldn't be Negea. If you haven't been covered showers yet, this will be Negea of two people on, on Shabbos itself. Um, and one wants to pass Muksa to the other person. So we're saying a Chiddush this evening, that to be Moisa, to hand over Klisha Menach to Tzach Gufay, doesn't have to be that I'll be using it. It means that even if it's somebody else is going to use it. Um, that's, we, we discussed last week a little bit, so as I remember, about kalim that break on Shabbos. I'd like to develop this and just repeat what has already been said and develop it to some very practical examples. Um, what is the halacha? I'm going to throw you a few a few cases and we'll try and answer up based on the makar of what the halacha is. What is the halacha if you have a button that comes off a jacket or a shirt on Shabbos? Are you allowed to move the button? Now, why are you moving the button? Could be for Litzarach Makaymay, let's say. Let's say you, uh, you want to use the mocking where the button is. Let's give an example. Are you allowed to move it? Very big button. Is it a Kaylee? Oh, very good question. Is it a Kaylee? Fascist it isn't, right? Now, where the, what was the story of this button? The story of this button was that it was attached to a shirt or a jacket until now. Now it came off. Now it's got a usage when it's attached. It helps you to tie the shirt and to button yourself up and to fasten the um, jacket. And even I've been just suggested now to uh, do my top button up. So it might be the top button and uh, you want to look very smart and uh, put your tie or even if you don't wear a tie. Um, I actually have been told, I believe the Rav Shlita once said that uh, Ralph Feldman, that's all, who were learning in Ishmael, used to personally go up to the Bali Tfilah who didn't have their button, their, their, their top button done up. He used to personally go and do up their top button because Ralph Feldman as Atzal held the covetat of a, of a shliach tzibur, is they look respectful in front of HaKash Baruch and your, your, your top button should be done up. Just, uh, the to, to, to bring that in. It's a, it's a, it's a chosh to, 
to wear your top button up. So that would definitely be a that such a button would definitely be um, a, a it's 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 functioning as a very choshva use. So it's not any less choshev than any other button on your shirt. What is the status of this button that falls off on Shabbos? That is the question. Now, to answer this question, we're going to do things slightly differently this week, and we're going to learn a Mishnah. It's actually a Mephorosha Mishnah. This Mishnah is not talking about this case, but the Mishnah is talking about a similar. The Mishnah makes a contrast. There's two types of duels. The mission is talking about duels. You can have a cupboard duel, and you can have a front door. Right? You can have a door of a door. Sorry, you can have a door of a room. You can have a door of a house. You can have a door of a car. You can have a door of a room. Now, there's a big difference, technically, between a door of a cupboard... So I'm talking about now cupboards that are not fixed to the wall. Some people have wardrobes that are fixed to the wall. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about such a cupboard. Such a cupboard will have the same status as a, as a, as a door to a house which is fixed. There's two types of, of doors. You can have a door that is attached to the actual house. You can have a door that's attached to a keili. You have a cupboard which is not attached to the wall. It's not nailed in. So effectively, it's a keili. It's, it's something you can move about. You might not necessarily generally do that. You might want it to remain in a particular place. But in halacha, it's got a status of a keili. It's, it can be physically moved. Now, you have a door to this cupboard. This door came off. Are you allowed to move that door on Shabbos? So you have the door of the house, or door of the room, you know, came off its hinges. And you have a door of the cupboard, and you want to know how you're allowed to move on Shabbos. So the Mishnah tells us, in Shabbos, Kupchof, Beisel, Beis, Kola, Kalim, Netolim, B'Shabbos, V'dal, Seseinim, or, and you can, you can, all Kalim, which are Kalim, Shemalachtam, Leheta, their duels can be moved also. Says the Mishnah, Afal, Pishim, Esparku, even though they are now detached. She'enon, Doimin, Ledlotas, Habayis, says the Mishnah, they are not comparable to door, to house duels, to front duels, or to room duels, a house door is not prepared before Shabbos. In other words, a house door is attached to is attached to the house. A house is not movable. It's muksa. Obviously, practically, that's you can't move it anyway. But in my sense, it's muksa. A delas, which its job is to function as closing up a house or a room, is part and parcel of the house. So when Shabbos came in, it wasn't Mukham. Because its job is to function as closing a door of a house which is attached to the ground. Even if you intend to use the door, surely it's automatic in your mind that you're going to be using that door going in and out. So the, your question, your case was, the people on Zoom can hear, if, if, you, if you want to use it for another purpose... You're talking about a door of a room? Yes. For sure. Automatic. You've got that in mind. Right. Well, f- first of all, first of all, there's an issa to 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 to, to there's an issa binyan to put it back on onto onto the hinges. Sorry. Detached. 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 Okay. Let me let me be very clear over here. 
a door which is attached to a to any any house, any door area that you want to close, is totally mutter. Even even lefi devorenu, it is totally mutter to open and close on Shabbos because that's its function. That's its function. Now the Magen Avraham tells us a chiddush. Magen Avraham says that don't tell me that a door that was attached to its hinges when Shabbos came in, such a door was mukham. Because when Shabbos comes in, what are you doing is there? You're opening and closing the house. Right? You're opening and closing the room. So you could have, you could claim that even though now it came off its hinges on Shabbos, when Shabbos came in, it wasn't muksa, because it had the use. Its use was to actually physically open and close it. Mongavram says no. Mongavram says, opening and closing on hinges is not called a tiltal. It's not called moving it. This is a, this is a hapoiskim. But the Mongavram is machme. He says that, that's not called moving it. That's called on its axis. It's not, it's not moving anywhere. It's on, it's, it fixed in one place and it goes left, right, left, right. That's all it does. It moves about in the same position. It's not actually being transferred from place to place. The card door is exactly the same thing. Um, it wasn't Mukham when Shabbos came in because it's, it never had a Tayas Tiltal to it. It's Mukhubah to, to, to something. Um, so that's what the mission says. The mission says that a dallas that's supposed to be fixed to a house is muksa because it's not mukham because it's mukhubala karaka. Masha'in kain a keli, a keli, like a cupboard that is got a door to it. That door, says the Mishnah, even though it became detached, and even if it became detached before even Shabbos came in, the, the Gemara is quite clear, the Maskanasa Gemara, it will still be mutta Even though when Shabbos came in it wasn't attached to the, to the keli, it remains mutta. It remains mutter. In, in other words, when it comes to these, this differentiation, there's no difference if it gets detached before Shabbos or it gets detached on Shabbos. A door to a keili is always mutter to be moved on Shabbos, and a door to a house is always going to be muksa. Therefore, a button to a shirt that, came, that comes off. Whether it came off on Shabbos, came off before Shabbos, makes no difference. Is like a door to a keli. Just like the door to a keli. It's, 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 it's there to function, to help out the keli. Your, your door of your cupboard is there to help you as a function of the cupboard. The same is true when it comes to my button. My button is part of the function of a shirt. I need it to, to help me with what the purpose of a shirt is. Nobody walks around with, 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 with their shirt, um, undone. It, that's the way you, that's the way you, it's got, it's got six buttons, seven buttons. That's the way it functions. And that will, says the Zalman, it will not be muksa. However, says the Zalman, if you are ma'ayin in the Rishonim, you will find something very interesting. The Rishonim say that something can only be mutter, this delis can only be mutter on Shabbos, the fact that its job is to function as, as covering a keli is, a, 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 a keli, a, this, this cupboard is not sufficient. It has to be that this door has a use on Shabbos in itself. What does, what does the use have to be? And this is what, the point you were making before, I believe. That, 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 that so the, the, the Mishnabura talks about where a, where a, a cupboard door could be used as a serving tray. Now, you wouldn't necessarily use it for that. Nobody walks around with, with doors as the serving tray. But it's not, it's not, the point is not what you would do, the point is what you could do. It's got a Tayas Kaili because you could technically use it for that purpose. Now, the, the, the Rosh Hashanah points out, the Mishnah himself is actually maker on this point. 
Mr. Brewer says very clearly that duels of Kalim, which, which we're saying now are muttered on, are not muksa, the Mr. Brewer speaks out that they don't have to be raw for any other purpose. So Mr. Brewer passes Lalacha that a duel does not have to function as any other use. However, Rishlim Zaman claims that if you, if you learn the sugya, Rashi, Rashi, there's a few, there's a Rashi there on Kufcha Vavon base, if you want to be reminding yourself of Marakomis and the sugya, Rashi on Kufcha Vavon base and Shabbos says clearly that a, the duel does have to have another use, and if it's, the Nafkimina would be if it, if it's, if it's a duel that hasn't been fully, um, made up, meaning it hasn't been sanded down, let's say, let's say the builder was building on Friday, and he hadn't finished the job, but he has to go, he has to leave his job, and he has to go home for the weekend, and he's left the door of the cupboard unfinished. And nobody's going to pick up that door now and start using it, if anything, because you're going to get a splinter. It's, it's, it's not safe. It hasn't been sanded down. It's not re- ready to be used as a keli. That's not a keli. However, if there's no halacha, then it has to have another use. It doesn't make a difference, because it's, because it's functioning right now as closing my cupboard. I could take a glove, I could technically handle it, and not get, and not do it in a way that I wouldn't get affected by the fact that it hasn't been sanded down, and I could happily open and close it. So that'll be enough given a, 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 a cupboard door that hasn't been sanded down, and it gets detached on Shabbos, or even before Shabbos, am I allowed to, let, let's say, let's say the worker hasn't, hasn't attached the, the door to the cupboard. It's one a whole DIY situation, and it's not been done DIY, it's been done by the worker, and which can, can, depending on which furniture shop you buy a furniture from, that can be the case sometimes. And he hasn't finished the job off. Not as he not finished it off, he hasn't even put the, the door on the cupboard yet. So as the Shlomo's Alman, according to the Mishra Ruh, that would be mutter to move it. Because the function of the door is to open and close the cupboard. That's what it's only made for. Does it make a difference that right now it's attached? It makes no difference. Because it's a delis that is there for a keli. It's mutter. But if you take on like the Rishonim, there has to have a physical use in itself, this cupboard door would not be used for anything other than being used for the cupboard door because it's not sanded down, it's dangerous to use. Nobody's going to use it for anything. Even to serve, even to serve food, you, you wouldn't even have a half minute to use it for. So Shlomo Zaman himself is Mahmeh. He says, one should be Mahmeh based on the Rishonim, Rashi, the Me'iri, the Rishonim are Mahmeh on this point. However, the Mishnah Maisa is Mekel. So the Maisa, there's definitely what to be so Mechon. Maisa, um, you follow the Mishnah Brul, um, he, he allows you to do this. Um, a similar scenario will be Nagea by a chair. What would be if a chair leg breaks off a chair on Shabbos? It might be a plastic chair, it might be a wooden chair, it might be a leather chair, it could be all sorts of types of chairs. What would be if they, if the, if it falls off on Shabbos? Are you allowed to move, first of all, the chair? Are you allowed to move the leg? So obviously, if it's going to cause danger, and a person might get hurt, so might, might trip over it, that's nothing to talk about, definitely mutter. The question is, what would be So, it's the same thing. However, there's an important point over here that has to be, that has to be said. Even though the function of a leg is to support the chair, and therefore it will be, it will be similar to a delis of a keili, and therefore it would be permissible to be moved. However, there's a, a, a chilek brought down, the halacha, which is based, based on the Gemara, whether or not a person would, if this leg is very easily fixable back to its, I don't know how many types of chairs there are, 
that how easily it would be to refix the leg. But if you have a chair that it's very easy to fix the leg back onto the chair, then you're going to have a problem because you're going to be over the tick and mono by putting it back on. So oh, so if you have a child, plastic, small plastic chair, which they well they have them in school, right? Or, so so well, what such chairs the legs come off? Right, so you have a toy, you have a toy table, and the and the, and the the table has legs, and those legs are plastic, and they can be detached. So, if they haven't yet been attached, so if if it's the first time that they've been returned, so that's tikkumona is a completely different sugya, which we're not going to now the dorm of tikkumona. But in a scenario where you would be even isajabonon by re, you wouldn't be able to it because we pass in aim binyan bekelim, but we do pass in that yesh binyan bekelim. Mejabonon, but again to Tikumona, not be not be to Binyan Mamish. Um, so in a scenario where there'll be an issa to reattach that chair leg to the chair, the halacha is that that chair, or in this case the table, is muksa, because the way to enable it to go back to its old usage is by fixing it together again with the leg. Now, if you put it back together again, you've been over an issa. Therefore, the whole thing becomes muksa because we're worried that you're going to end up putting it back together again. However, if by putting it back, if it's not physically able to be put together, let's say the leg snapped. The leg snapped into two. Now, the only way you're going to be able to fix it is by replacing the leg. You're not going to use the same leg. It's, it's broken, it's gone, it's finished. You're going to chuck it away. So, since your intention is to chuck it out and you won't be using the same leg... So there's no possibility that you'll be over an Issa with his very leg to reattach it. In that case, says Rishlam Azalman, the chair itself, so it's actually based on the Mishnah Bru, the chair itself will be mutter to, to move, because why should we muksa? The, 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 the I, it's, I've got a Dallas, I've got a chair, what are you writing about? That I might be over an Issa, I won't be over an Issa, because the, Leg is broken, so I'm not going to reattach it. But if the chair is, if the leg is physically attachable still, and I would do that, it's muksa because you, since since there's a possibility to be over and over by putting it back together, it'll be a problem. What's the lacha with laundry? Somebody does a wash late Friday afternoon. It can happen, and the laundry is wet when Shabbos comes in, and it's hanging on the washing line. Is laundry muksa? Yes. That's correct. Laundry is muksa. It depends, however, how wet it is. You can have different levels of moisture. Um, it might even depend on the setting that you did on the wash. Some, sometimes you can set the, that it should be fully drained, sometimes you can make it, it won't fully drained, different, 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 different settings on the washing machine. If when you remove the laundry from the washing machine, it is soaking. And it's, obviously wet enough that it will give moisture off when you touch it with your hands and your hand will be now wet. That is pure muksa because nobody is going to wear such clothes when Shabbos comes in. Nobody puts soaking clothes on them even in the, even if they're mamish stuck. People, people, people wouldn't do such a thing. It's, it's just too wet to wear. Um, it's not. A, it's a very strange thing to do. It's not, it's not a normal thing to wear. But we have a klal in muksa. Migul de iskatsoi lebein ashmoshas an item that is muksa when Shabbos comes in, is katsoi lekule yoyma, remains muksa for the entire Shabbos. And therefore, in this particular case, the laundry that is wet enough that, it, that it's not wearable, it will remain muksa on Shabbos, even if it were to dry up in the middle of Shabbos. What's the 
Even if it dries off in the middle of Shabbos. Sorry? Mikha Deskatsai is a Gemara. And the Svar to Mikha Deskatsai is that the beginning, that something to be Mukhal. Muksa means it's not Mukhal. It's not prepared for, for the use of Shabbos. What is Apialacha? What decides if something is Mukhal for Shabbos use or not? The answer is when Shabbos comes in, if something is prepared for Shabbos use, that item is not Muksa. When Shabbos comes in, if that item is not prepared for Shabbos use, use Shabbos cannot give it a Torah Sachana after the time period of the beginning of the onset of Shabbos. Now, interesting is that something that was only Muksa for, let's, let's say, Ben Ashmosh is, is, is 20 minutes or half an hour. So, it has to be Muksa the whole duration of Ben Ashmosh. That's, that's the Lashna Gemara, it's a Rashi. If something is only muksa for the first five minutes of Ben Ashmoshas, we would not say Megudus Katsai. Because the whole Ben Ashmoshas is the, the Suffolk Yom, Suffolk Laila, part of the day. That, that entire um, time span is what is Kriveya if something is Mukham Shabbos. Therefore, something that is only muksa for the first five minutes, let's, let's say your clothes dry up within the time duration of Ben Ashmoshas, it'll be Mutta. Because it, because it, because it didn't, it had the Tarasachana when the onset of Shabbos came in. That, that's, that's good enough. Now, what would be if this washing is wet, but it's not that wet, and you would use it, you would wear it? Then, you may wear it. Because it's not that wet. So no, people are still gonna wear it. What? Because you might come to 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 to, to squeeze it. I might think you washed it on showers. Yeah, we're, I'm saying we're we're talking about a scenario where 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 you put it on put it on there on Friday afternoon. No, no. When if when showers comes in, there's 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 is there's only an, to do an action during his month of the marasayin. If you do an action before showers comes in, that's fine. On showers itself. Well, if he doesn't know this halacha, he'll want to dry it out and wear it. Right. So, which case is the case of Marasayan? Is that a case of the Gemara itself? I don't recall if there's a Gemara about Marasayan or wet clothes. I'll have to I'll have to look it up. Um, so, so the 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 Mishnah Brew, the Mishnah Brew, it's a cotton Samach Gimel uh, Paskins that. Wet laundry that is wet enough is, is we say, make it and it's going to remain also. However, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman claims that wet clothes that are wearable, they might be wet and they might even give off moisture. But Lamaisa, he brings a Mogravron, brings another Mishabru, he brings a Meiri, he brings quite a few Makairis that clothes that are a little bit wet but not soaking, that people would wear them. Not, not, they obviously they wouldn't be your first choice clothes, but if you would, if you'd be stuck, you would, you would wear clothes that are slightly wet. Therefore, since some people would wear them, and the purpose of washing clothes is that they should dry up and be warm, which the Zaman himself wants to say, halacha, if you have laundry when showers comes in, that is a bit wet, but isn't wet enough that you wouldn't wear it, such such clothes will not be muksa, and when it dries up, you can happily wear it. And this is important to note. This is this is this is he's arguing with Mr. Brewer. Mr. Brewer writes 
Let's see, lost the Mishra Burr for a second. Mishra Burr is a cousin of Samach Gimel. Yes. Ah, sorry, there was a problem with the, if anyone had a question from Zoom, there was a technical problem recently. It's been, it's, it's been solved, it's been solved. So just hold one second and you can ask all your questions because we're just about to finish off anyway. Uh, apologies, there was a technical issue. Um, so, so that, so the, the Mishnah Bru, the Mishnah Bru uh, writes the following. He says, it's a little bit dry. Which means it's wet enough to wet something else. You can't move the clothes. Even if they dry up. Why? Because you say, I, I, I wish to tie on the Mishnah that it's not logical. First of all, because there are people that would, that would wear such clothes. If it's completely soaking, nobody wear them, then it's taco can be moksa. Mr. Bruce, the is where it's a bit wet. It's not soaking. He wants to say there'll be mutter, because first of all, some people would wear them, and second of all, you can be mitzahed for another svara that the purpose of washing laundry is so that they should be rowed to be worn. And therefore, the purpose, when Shabbos came in, it was made for the purpose of being worn when it dries up. Therefore, Shem Zalman wants to say that that would be mutter. Just to finish off before, before further questions, um, two other scenarios that are this, the, 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 the shayla we were handling before, talking about before about things that break on showers. Something has glasses that snap. So there's different types of breakages. You can have breakages that the, that something just, um, cracks in the actual glasses, but the two parts are still attached to each other. Then that would definitely be mutter the tal because it's still a keili. Still a Kaylee. The question is, what would be in a scenario where it would need fixing? And there's a possibility that you might come to mend it on Shabbos if you were allowed to, be, to move it. So that, the Mishnah Brewer said, the, the Rosh Hashanah says, that, that would be Muksa. Now, whether or not the status of those glasses that crack will be a Klisha Malach Tal Issa or be Muksa Machmas Gufai, that Lechai will be telling what we said before, whether or not they have a use. If, if you say that the losses of Kalim don't have to have a use, then here also, it might not have to have a use. If you, if your machmen say that, that everything has to have a use on Shabbos for it to be moved, then you'd only be allowed to move the parts of the, of the Kali, Latorech Makaimai, if, if they have a use. So let's say you have the, you have the stick of the, of the glasses and you could use that, um, to, you know, use your imagination, you could use it to clean things, you could use it to, to like, uh, try and retrieve something from, from, from somewhere else, like from underneath something. So, you could find cases, therefore that, that would be mutter. Um, a buggy, that the wheel of a buggy falls off on Shabbos. So again, there's this very similar scenario to what we said before about the, the leg of a table or a chair. If it's easily fixable, and there'll be an issa to fix it, because of tikkumona, then the entire buggy Listen to this, the entire buggy will become muksa, because the, a, one of the wheels f- fell off, and it will be an isadrabonon to reattach my wheel to the buggy. Therefore, it will, it will still have a state of Krishna Mlachal Issa, it won't be muksa machas gufa, because a buggy has a use. It's just, since there is a wheel that is, would be awesome for me to attach right now, so therefore, somebody who is, who, 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 who is using a buggy, and they are in a, in an area where there's a, where there is a permissible Erev. The halacha would be that if somebody is pushing their, their buggy, 
and the buggy, the, the wheel of the buggy falls off. Since we know the halacha is, the klisha malach del once you pick it up, you are allowed to continue moving it to the place that you wish to, for it to be, you'd be allowed, you'd be allowed to continue wheeling the buggy home, even though one of the wheels fell off, what you can do with that wheel is a, is a, is a, is a separate issue. You have to, you have to kick it with your foot to a safe place and, you know, make sure, well, if there's an area of you can, you can, you can kind of anyway take it back. But, uh, um, yes, obviously there has to be an area of which you have to be, you have to be, you have to be either in Yushalayim or you have to be, a, you have to be in an area where, where there is a permissible area of. So, in, 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 in that case, um, it would be mutter to continue wheeling the buggy home because the klisha malachal esa. Once you pick it up, you can put it anywhere. However, make sure you don't stop. If you stop, you got a problem because we know that if you put muksa down, you cannot re-pick it up. So, if this person who's wheeling this buggy would stop, he'd have a big, big problem getting home in this particular scenario. Yeah. Sorry, the show has just already started. One second, sorry. If if the yeah, for sure. Oh, you mean it stops? So what are you going to do with the? It, true. That's 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 one hundred percent correct. That's you're making a very good point. It, this whole halacha is only going to be. Yeah, the question was if you have a baby in the buggy, which is generally the case. Most people don't go walking around buggies which are empty. So then you'll anyway be mutter. Even if even if you were to stop, you'd be allowed to continue moving it until gufai. Because it's carrying a baby, you're 100 correct. 100 correct. This is this is only again in a situation where I start wheeling my buggy inside my house, and the baby's not inside, and I'm taking it to get the baby. That's that's when this halacha would be applicable. Yeah, 100 correct. Yeah, thank you for pointing that out. Yes. If what? A three-wheeled buggy. Yes. 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 Does it make a difference? It's exactly the same halacha. A chair, a, a table that's got three legs can also stand on three legs. Some, some of them can anyway. Makes no, it makes no difference that it can stand anyway. The idea is that it's got one of its components, which it usually has. If you were to put it back on now, you'd be over an isla of tikkun If you were to put it back on. So if you're allowed to move it, well, chayshish, that you might come to fix it. Sorry, repeat, repeat the question. I don't understand the question. So the wheel, the wheel is 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 more of a problem. No, so I, what, so what I would suggest is that this wheel, I, I'm thinking out loud, this wheel, it has a use. You, you a, a child would, would happily play with it, like it's playing with its friend. You know, you do bowling, so you would roll, you, you would roll the wheel, the, it's got a use to play with it, you would roll the wheel, right? So, so it's, 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 it's not worse than a regular Kishim Esa. It's got an Esa to reattach it to, to, to the buggy, on the other hand, it's, it's not Moksamachas Gufai, because it's got a use. You could just, you could just play with it. So, Lechaira, uh, it'll be Mutter, Letach Makaimai, for sure, to take it back home. Yeah. It, he wouldn't, it doesn't matter that he, that he, it's, it's a technical usage. It's not necessary that that's what you would actually use it for. Any, any usage that makes a clean to a clean, 
It's never, it doesn't have to be that somebody in your household would actually use it for that. It has to be that technically it has, it has a use. Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. So according to Mishnah Bro, it doesn't need to have a use when it's off. The fact that it has a use when it's on is, is good enough. According to Shlomo Zalman, it's got to have a practical use right now also. 100%. Yes, yes, that's what we mentioned earlier. Yes. Roshav Zalman says that Paza should be Machmer, but the Maisa, we mentioned that since Mr. Brewer is clearly Makel, so then one definitely isn't, isn't going wrong by, by being lenient. Yeah, but the potential of losing it is not a sore to be able to move it. Yes. Oh, so if, you, if you're not going to reattach it, and you're not intending that it should be sewn back on, then on the summary paper for this evening, it says clearly that that would definitely be muksa. The only tzad, even according to Mr. Brewer, the only tzad that will be muksa to move it is only if this very button is going to be after Shabbos, re re stone onto the onto the shirt. If you will be going to be moving, sew it back. You can. Yes, so that'll be mutter according to Mr. Brewer. Anyone else? Yes. Uh, wet towel is exactly the same thing as, as the as the, as the as the laundry question that we were talking about before. So, according to the Mishnah Brewer, if your wet towel is slightly wet, even if it's not soaking, if it's wet enough that if you put your hands on it, you would get wet from it. According to the Mishnah Brewer, that is muksa the whole duration of Shabbos. According to Shlomo Zalman, um, since um, I'm saying, would you dry, the question is, would you dry your hands with it? So, Roshan Zalman's whole tie that Mr. Burr is that some people would wear wet clothes. In the case of a towel, um, if you would still use that to dry your hands, according to Roshan Zalman, that would definitely be mutter. If, if it's wet enough that it's a bit of a joke to go, you're kind of wetting your hands on the towel, which is a bit of a waste of time, um, um, it's, it's, it's potentially, potentially will be, will be, will be worse. However, um, l'chayra, will be mutter according to Shlomo Zalman. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, no, we're not talking about hanging it up now. We're talking about if it dries up on Shabbos, are you allowed to go and use it on Shabbos? Yes. 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 Yes, that's the question. Are you allowed to use it? So according to the Mishra Bro, it's muksa because when Shabbos came in, 
it's it's not usable. However, in the case of the towel, if you tell me that you would use such a towel even when even when it's wet, then even the Mishabur would agree that it's mutter. Right, so for you it would be muksa then. If you wouldn't use that wet towel, then for you it would be muksa. I, I, I don't like using wet towels, so I, for me it would also be muksa. Apparently there's people that are prepared to dry themselves with wet towels, so for them it would be muksa. Sorry? Uh huh. Yeah, we used to have a joke in Yeshiva that the same tags get used over and over again. And it ended up getting so wet by all the bochum that it became a bit of a joke that you're wetting your, you're wetting your hands on the towel. You know, you're, you're, you're not really, you're not really achieving the, the result that you want to achieve. But, yeah, I suppose, I suppose in Yeshiva that your towel might be slightly more wet than other towels, so. Uh-huh. Fine. Shkaya. We'll discuss the Chaskanaka with Shem next week.